What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Genesis Invitational Betting Preview. Tigers back. We're at Riviera. Me and Pat uh, back in this saddle. No longer doing a show from a a, a queen bed in a Airbnb in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, yeah, we are back from from the the WM Phoenix Open. Pat, you know we only got seventy guys in the field. We're not going to be talking about a ton of guys to bet on. So I figured before we kind of get into things. We could recap the waste management just a little bit um, and talk about some of the highlights of the week. I mean, I'll let you I'll let you kind of start. I, I'm interested to see where you start when you think of highlights for for the week last week. Oh, wow. Well, first off, um, I apologize, Stevie. Um, behind me, the new the new prop behind me that oh, covers up the I forgot to change yeah. the tournament. Yeah, I see that. Like two two tournaments ago. Of course, I wasn't in here last week. But anyway, apologize for anybody. Any OCD people like myself that are looking at that <laughs> and going like, I cannot believe. I mean, what what are we what kind of operation are we uh, doing here? But um, you know, DB, there were a lot of things at the WM Phoenix Open that we could start with. I mean, and I listened to a lot of PGA Tour radio by the way today, and there was a lot of complaining going on about the crowds and and all of that so i think i'll start with that now you and i had a and i think i'll have to start because i i went all in on this uh in the discord chat so it's kind of a theme of the week the weather and and you know uh, i used to be the weatherman for our podcast yeah. when we used to do a weather report and i mean i kept calling it you know phoenix the Phoenix Antarctican rainforest, because that's basically what it felt like. We were in rain and cold all week long. And, you know, it was just an interesting time to be there because usually it seems sunny and 70 degrees and, and whatever. But we we got some poor weather. We, we really did. But we made the most of it. I mean, the content that we did for Golf Bet, that was a ton of fun. It was on Thursday. And I think we had a lot of fun, both of us doing it. Uh, you, your, your bet hit, mine didn't, but you know, I think that's good. I think that's good that we kind of got to see both sides of it. Um, but it was in a driving rainstorm in the cold. And, and I don't think I've ever had to go to the fan shop so many times to get dry clothes or a dry hat. And also fan shops out there, um, sell some socks. Okay. Because <laughs> if you want to make any money, and it's raining in, in all seriousness how much would you have paid what's the max you would have paid for a fresh pair of socks on thursday afternoon at least 50 dollars. which to me a pair a nice pair of socks what is that like 25 dollars for one pair usually i'm buying like the set of six or something for 20 yeah. You got them gold toes, baby. Them gold, the gold toes. toes. How, how many gold toes we got in there, huh? I mean, there's some gold toes, but <laughs> but I would have paid probably fifty dollars for a one. Dude, I'd have paid sixty four fifty for a set of gold toes if they were in the waste management. I, I don't know, but we we did not get. They did not have them anywhere. Um, yeah. So the weather, I think, was the theme for me this week, and then also uh, the golf bet content. I thought was fantastic. Um, we got to do some really cool things. Um, other than that, though, a lot of, I mean, a lot of things with the, we could point to so many things. So I'll let you go next because there are a ton of things that we really could talk about. Well, as, as DB being a man of the people, you know, I got to say, I think our time at Dobson Ranch with our listener friends, oh, yeah. out Jesse and Vince and DT and Marcus, um, getting to hang out and play with those guys, our new friend, Matthew, that we met there. That was a great time, getting to meet those guys and spending some face-to-face -face quality time, played some golf, ate some lunch, had some beers. Um, dang, DT took me to the airport. Like, that, that was great. Like, it just – I put it in the in the Discord today, and, and all those guys are Discord community members, and it, it always energizes me and and um, kind of, like, just gives me a little pat on the ass, you know, a uh, – uh, not physically, no, no, no ass patting. No, I don't think anybody was. I didn't see any ass patting. No, there was none. No. At Dobson when we were playing with them or, or any other time. There was an ass pat that went down on the driving range that was probably the strangest ass pat I've ever been a part of. Uh, I was there. Yeah, I was there. But at that one. 
it, it's it's a it's you know it's a career it's a career ass pad it's a mental ass pad where you just kind of you need a little bit of juice in the career to get you going and get you motivated get you feeling like what you're doing is is working and to get in there and talk with the folks and meet people who are in our community that that are in the discord that support us on a regular basis and that you know like our content appreciate what we do but but are also you know real people and want to see us succeed and give us good feedback and all that stuff is so good. Um, and they're just, it, all that is refreshing. Um, so that, that was great. And Dobson ranch, I'm, I'm rocking the hat today. Dob, uh, the Dobby is a beautiful spot. Can't wait. Maybe more to come on that in, uh, in the weeks ahead. If we can land uh, possibly you know, a listener event there at Dobson ranch, it was a lot of fun. Shout out to those folks for, for hosting us. And if you are in the Phoenix Scottsdale area, you want to play a great golf course at a great price with great people, great vibes, great food. Everything is is just top notch. Dobson Ranch is your spot. But uh, 16 on Thursday and doing that golf bet content, you know, even though it was miserably cold and wet. One of my buddies from Augusta called me today and he's like, give me your thoughts on all the on all the people like the 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 uh, the misbehavior at the waste management. Like, what did you see? And I'm like, bro. We didn't see any misbehavior. Two reasons. I, I didn't. Yeah, I was about, just about to say that. Yeah, I mean, t- we were, t- you know, Tuesday and Wednesday we were there, and you know, those are those are kind of, you know, they're not tournament days. People yeah. aren't as rowdy. It's the middle of the work week. They're not up there getting sauced up and, you know, cocaine doing rails off the fake dump dump truck outside. Like they're not doing all that. So we didn't see a lot of that. Plus the weather. It was freezing cold, windy, and Thursday was rainy. I, I told him I was like, dude, on Thursday. We, we were at 16 and like less people were drinking. People were freezing. Um, they didn't want to be out there very long. Play got suspended. So they weren't out there all day. Walking by the beer guy, the beer guy is not even saying cold beer. He's saying lukewarm beer, literally. Like he's yeah. literally was saying lukewarm beer. Cause I was like, cold beer sounds terrible. And this guy was saying lukewarm beer. It was miserable, but to be able to like, get up amongst it in those general admission seats on 16. Well, first of all, to, to kind of walk through the tunnel and see 16 from the ground and walk around and be in that atmosphere mm-hmm. was fantastic. But then to kind of get up in the general admission seats, mix it up with some 20-year-olds that are just drunk and misbehaving. Right there on the front row. I mean, right on the front cool. row, ready to fire. It was a lot of fun. If you haven't watched the golf bet video, please please look it up. It was a good time. Uh, we uh, you know uh, we did a great job. I'm proud of my boy Pat. He got in there with some Spider-Man fellas. And, uh, you know, did a little squad ride with that, with that gang. It was just, that was awesome. But we had some small, like little special moments, you know, little mm-hmm. precious moments, if you will. Like one of them little statues. Remember the little statues your grandma had in a case somewhere, a precious moment statue. Remember those? I don't remember. You remember the precious moments, angels or whatever, you know what I'm talking about? The no. little cherubs. You know Maybe I didn't about? give anybody precious moments when I was. No, dude, you like, had, we had. I precious. didn't get a cherub. We had. We had Mui precious moments. The first one, we had been, we had literally been on site for 30 minutes getting our credentials. We walk out of the media center and within a hundred yards of walking out of the media center on day one, we see our boy Siwoo oh, right there in front of the merch center. Yeah. We talk to Siwoo, we connect with him. Of course, I'm wearing the t-shirt. Pat's never wearing the t-shirt. I'm wearing the t-shirt because I'm the Siwoo guy. But we show him the t-shirt. He loves it. Uh, we have a good chat with him. But then shortly after that, we kind of turned right back around, go to the media center. And, you know, Pat got to meet – Pat got to meet a couple of special people this week. Oh, let Bud, me tell you. Bud Cowley. He had a special moment with Bud Cowley, who played better than I thought he would. Um, and then we could talk about uh, our boy Ryo. I mean, you, you had some special moments with both those guys, I think. I mean, there was three special moments, actually, DB, because we had, we had Bud Cowley. Mm-hmm. and I got to ask him a question in the media center, which um, I think was good. I actually saw him the next day, got to talk to him a little bit, introduce myself. Oh, I just remember the third moment. I can't, I know. Remember, I can't believe you forgot the third moment. And then we get to see Rio Hisatunsei. 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 I like that. That one's my favorite. <laughs> Play that one again, Tony. Hisatunsei. <laughs> so if you haven't seen that we did a little quick interview with him and um you know he he he, he was uh he was kind of fun he but he was fun it was a good interview i mean it was just one it was very short but it was fun yeah, um he was scared he was basically scared of us then this this is what yeah he was kind of scared this is what db forgot 
we're on the driving range on Wednesday, and Jake Knapp is sitting there hitting golf balls right beside us. And listen, we're very lucky to be able to do what we do, and, and, and being on the range is a lot of fun too because we get to talk to um, the players and caddies and whatever else. But a Jake Knapp's right there. And I just had, I just probably like five, six years ago, Pat wouldn't have done this, but you know, we've, we've been a, a little bit more experienced out there on these tournaments. So I just went, I, you know, got a little break in the action. Jake kind of came over, was talking to his caddy, went up, introduced myself to Jake. What a guy. First off, his swing is unreal. I, I mean, I just love watching his swing. And I got to talk to him for a second. I just, you know, introduced myself. I said, look, We'd love to have you on the show sometime. And he said, you know what? Yeah, I'd love to be on the show. Just maybe. I said, I'll DM you on Twitter or Instagram. He said, you know what? How about I just give you my number? And I said, that's even better. Even better. Oh, Pat. And Jake is just, I mean, what a guy. Listen, he's going to be a new a new guy for TJ. We're, we're going to. Pat was Pat was sweating him so bad. It was literally, it was like. It was like, and I don't remember this because I got, you know, I was a child bride. I got, I've been married for a while, but a brief moment where, you know, you're in you're in the bar with your buddy, and you know, or or maybe there's this one girl, and there, and it's just like he just can't stop thinking about her. He can't stop looking at her. He can't stop thinking about, you know. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, bro, go talk to her. Go talk to her. And you're just, and you've never been more proud than when he comes back and he's walking back with this massive grin on his face and he's like i got her number man she gave me her number you know he was so rocked up about jake jake knapp being a dude and i was proud of him for doing it um you know some and he lived up that you know sometimes with these players you don't know sometimes they could be a complete jerk or they could just yeah. be whatever no personality there's a lot of guys out there we talked you I mean you talk about this with the live versus the pga tour he had a ton of personality he lived up to everything i mean just Super nice, dude. Really nice. So, um, you also you also got to squash your beef with uh, Dan Rappaport of Barstool. Here you oh, are, yeah, the beef right. with Rappaport, <laughs> which is awesome. That was kind of funny. Uh, all right, so Tony, Tony wants has questions about some of this. Yeah, I need filled in on the backstory with this, Pat. What is the what's the beef? What was the hatchet hatchet that needed to be buried with uh with old Danny Rapp? Well, he Classic he, tweeted, he tweeted something out. I'm sure I'd had a few cocktails, and um, <laughs> I, I didn't quite understand it. He, he said something. It was about it was about the Masters, right, or Augusta National. Now I can't even remember. The funny <laughs> thing was he hardly remembered it. Yeah. He said he'll just fire off DMs sometimes and then totally forget. So it was kind of like we both were like, yeah, I don't really know what the beef was about, but <laughs> let's take a picture. Yeah, well, I was proud of my my guy Pat. It was Pat's recommendation that uh, that that he do that. Um, but yes, I believe it was uh, it was about the Masters, um, and Pat gets also very defensive about the Masters. So yeah, um, and I think what what also happened is I tweet I texted you when you tweeted him. And like went off on him. I texted you like, dude, I don't think you're. I think you're misreading something. This is what I think he's saying. You were like, oh. And then you sent him a DM. But then seeing him in person, you know, it was a good opportunity to get to, to connect. And you you were the bigger person. So good for you. It was very. Well, and Dan yeah. Dan was nice. He was nice. He was nice. All in all, though, just a fantastic yeah. week. Um, yeah. You know, uh, again, I'll reiterate, we didn't really get into get amongst it as far as seeing all the bad behavior. I just didn't see it. I, I didn't see it. And in, in my personal experience out there, I thought it was, I mean, there are certainly some rowdy fans, but, um, yeah, but, we, you know. maybe we cover that more on the Thursday show. Yeah. Uh, 13 minutes in 14 minutes in, we could probably move on start talking about the Genesis invitational, but, uh, the waste management was fun. Thanks to everybody who, uh, <clears throat> who connected with us last week out there. It was a good time. Let's, uh, let's, let's chat genesis and riviera you got tigers event it is a unique event it's it's a familiar golf course familiar host in tiger who i think is right now revealing his uh sunday red line right now too by the way i, I was trying to catch it like at this it. very moment yeah i think he went live at 7 p.m eastern um mm, okay anyway you know we're familiar with riv we're familiar with 
you know, the Genesis, but it's a 70 man event and there is a cut because Tiger's like, listen, I want to cut. Dang it. I have the record for long, you know, longest cut streak ever that will never be broken. I should, I want to cut, which I respect and appreciate. I do think it's kind of weak. The whole cut is kind of weak, but I mean, you could literally have like two guys miss the cut, which would kind of be funny. Um, because the cut rules are top 50 and tie, sorry, top 50 and anyone within 10 shots of the lead, similar to the Masters. That's the same thing. Although the Masters got rid of 10 shots, I thought. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. Plus, the Masters is usually like 85 to 90 something, 95 people or whatever. Yeah, it's usually a little bit more. I do think Tiger was kind of playing off of that a little bit. Yeah. And a lot of people have been confused. I've, I've listened to a lot of things today and people haven't, they still, yeah. we're still calling it a no cut event. So only 70 people. I mean, it could be a no cut event. <laughs> like if if the scores are tight and Riv produces tends to produce a difficult, you know, difficult scoring conditions, which tends to kind of tighten things up. It's it's a little tougher for guys to separate themselves. Um, but just be aware of that if you're playing one and done, if you're um obviously building lineups and and betting and all that good stuff. So um, that is the change for this week that you really, really need to make sure you understand. I do want to open up and share my screen, go and bet the number and talk through what the uh, what the golf course looks like in terms of some stats some key stats. I'm going to share my screen now. I did not get to do a, uh, a course preview like I normally do because I was out of town traveling. We had some stuff going on this weekend, so just didn't uh, didn't make it work. But I had the last four years checked here since we went to this invitational format in terms of how the golf course has played and averaged over the last four years. Tougher to hit fairways. Fairways are tough here. Fairways are narrow. Um, guys kind of still send driver, as we'll see here in a second. Green and reg numbers are lower. Despite, okay, so this is something the folks behind the scenes at Beth and Number wanted to make sure we understood. They label the green size as small because that's how it plays. The greens play smaller than the square footage that they are listed at. From a square footage standpoint, they are among some of the larger ones on tour, but with the contours and the typical firmness and the speeds, they play smaller. Um, so that's why that's listed there because they're. That's a nice little tidbit, by the way, that I is. would imagine some people don't get from other sites. Yep. Um, three putt avoidance goes up. Birdies per round goes down. Bogey averages go up. Your par three, par four, and par five score, you can see there as well. It's a par 71, around 7,300 yards. Same designer as Los Angeles Country Club. However, uh, Max Homa talked about it last year. He said basically the uh, the comparisons from Riv to LACC stop after number one at, at Riv. But they are, they are very, very different. So uh, I would not be using LACC as any sort of corollary or comp course if that's something you're interested in. I have the top five um, guys who finished in the top five over the last four years highlighted here. So you see a lot of dark green in the approach and the putting side. Uh, a little tougher to separate yourselves off the tee, but you can get it done. Definitely around the green is going to come in handy. Um, just depends on you know how the how the uh, the tournament's playing. Your last four winners, the last two are at Live. Uh, John Rom and my boy Joaquin Neiman, who I just hit on and I, I miss dearly. I miss him very, very dearly. Max Homa, 2021, and Adam Scott in 2020 are both in the field. And then Beth and Number doing some of the calculations for you behind the scenes based on averages on the par fours and par fives. They see 10 driver holes. So there it's this is a full send situation. Everybody's hitting driver, not many people clubbing down. There is a decent advantage if you're super long off the tee and it is a 6.7 out of 10 bombers paradise. You got your approach shot distribution. You can see uh, a lot more middle and long irons here than what we've seen maybe last week or uh, definitely at Pebble. Um, but the rough penalty about tour average, maybe a little easier than tour average. Um, you can you can separate these out and just look at uh, you know these uh, the, the off the fairway or off the tee numbers here. You can click on the rough only and kind of see how many shots per round these guys are getting and adjust your models accordingly. From a stroke scan around the greens distribution, it's pretty even. It's mainly you are going to have some tight lies. Uh, you're going to be hitting off some tight lies chipping, but you're also going to have plenty of, of lies from the rough in this Kikuya grass, Pat. Remember the Kikuya grass? Kikuya. Mm-hmm. And a little bunker play, too. So it's a, kind of a mixed bag around the greens. You can also you know look at these shots per round on average and weight different. Uh, around the green numbers based on those surface areas in your model, which I'll uh, I'll show you too. Uh, and then in terms of difficulty, it's pretty tour average. I will say the further out you get, the tougher the all these seem to get uh, relative to tour average. So 
that is the bet the number uh, kind of over, course overview if you if you missed it if you needed it and as always you can head over to bet the number golf.com uh, and use code tj sign up get five dollars off the monthly fifty dollars off the annual subscription and when you do that you will also get a seven day free trial for the monthly or the annual so you can give it a shot for the next seven days see what's up last weekend they uh, they rolled out the live stats feature. It was fantastic. Loved looking at it last week for round three and round four at uh, at the Waste Management or WM Phoenix Open. Excuse me, Pat. <laughs> um, so the live stats are are in there and functioning now. That's that's awesome. I mean, again, only been open sites only been up and running six weeks already. Tons of improvement. Um, Sites functioning fantastic. We've had some great feedback. Thanks to all those who've got in and joined. And remember, if you are a Tour Junkies Discord paying member, you can DM myself or Pat on Discord, and we will give you a unique code that gives you the biggest discount available anywhere on the internet for Bet the Number. So do that if you are a paying Discord member. If you are not, you can uh, you can scan the promo code and use code TJ to get your seven-day trial and uh, a little bit off monthly and annual memberships. Link is in the description as well. All right, I think that's it. Let's move on. Let's talk about the top of the board betting odds. Let's talk about the season-long update. It was another week where <sighs> DB suffered a loss. Uh, it wasn't as bad as the week before. Um, I had Matthew Fitzpatrick. I think he won around $156,000. You had JT Poston who missed the cut. Um, so good fate on your part. Uh, I would say it wasn't a terrible fate on my part, but it certainly wasn't a good one. And uh, I still have about a million dollar, about about one point one million dollar uh, more money than you. And you have a lead. I was going to say lead, but it's not. Um, yeah. you, you are leading. Uh, so, and I do believe it is your turn. So we're talking season long bet is fades at thirty to one or shorter in the books, and. Most money at the end of the season pays off the bet, which is attending a very lame listener-chosen concert that we'll figure out later in the year, and uh, pretty much attending it by yourself, maybe with the exception of one person operating a camera to watch you suffer and document the suffering. So, Pat, hmm. I believe the floor is yours unless Tony tells me that, that that's not the case, but I think that's you. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's me. Um there were uh, several different directions I think you could go in here. Um, one being Sam Burns, because of his history here, is all over the place with three miscuts in the last five years, but he also has a third and a T23. And Sam Burns has been playing really well. I think I'm going to go back, and now this guy screwed me. This is the reason you had a lead very early on. I'm going with Jordan Spieth. I'm going with Jordan Spieth. Look, he had a great tournament last week, week with a T6, but he doesn't have the best history here. He doesn't really, I mean, I think his best finish is 15th in 2021. And then when you look at the BTN model, I'm not really sure. He doesn't really show up a ton. So I, I think I'm just going to go with Jordan Spieth here as much as I hate to do it. Wow, that is not really where I thought you were going to go. Um, I mean, I don't, I I don't love it or hate it. I guess, um, but I had five potential names written down, and he was not he one. He was not one. Okay, all right. So that's interesting. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a guy that you know. This feels. This feels a little. This feels. Feels risky. But I have been fading this guy, I don't know, maybe two years. It's, it's, maybe it's been longer than that now. And very rarely have I regretted it. Very rarely. This could be the week he makes me pay. But Cam Young is my fade, and I think people are giddy to play him because he's played well here in the past. He's got a T20 and a runner-up in 2022. But I went digging. On Cam Young. And everybody's excited. Oh, God, Cam Young finished T8 last week. Well, he still can't hit his irons. I mean, he hit his irons okay. It was an improvement. Gained 1.5 strokes, basically, on approach last week. Gained a lot off the tee, which is what putter he's was suspected to do. But the putter was fire. And that is typically not the way Cam Young likes to operate with a hot putter. 
Um, and I went back and looked at the at those two years that he played well at the Genesis, 2022 and 2023. His iron play was far better than his iron play has been in recent form and beyond recent form. I mean, again, I, I realize he gained 1.5 strokes on approach this week, which he should have after gaining four off the tee. He should he should be gaining strokes off, you know, on approach. But gone are these like spike Cam Young iron weeks. The last one he had was the Arnold Palmer a year ago, right after he spiked at the Genesis a year ago, where he gained three over three strokes. That's the last time he did that. And I mean, at Riv, you you got to gain strokes with your irons, which he's done both years. He's played really well here. I mean, he's gained 4.6 and 3.7. You have to do that here at Riv. Or you have to scramble and putt your balls off. He is not a guy that typically does either one of those things very well at all. So I, I think that I think that the Cam Young fate is gonna is gonna keep paying off for me. So I'm going Cam Young. Do do? I don't I don't like it. No, I actually like Cam Young as a bet this week. So there's a lot I didn't, of I didn't talk you off of that or, or make you kind of second guess that a little bit. No. Really? No, I mean he made some good points that made me think a little bit, but I still like him this week. You've always you've just got this thing with Cam Young. I, I think Jake Knapp should be your new Cam Young. I think you should it's time to just No, 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 because I don't want to like I don't want to jinx Jake. Because I feel like Cam is like I've been I've I've stayed with Cam. Like and it's probably awesome. probably too long. You like it's time to break up and then go to Jake, and Jake's going to be much better for me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so exactly. So that's is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm saying uh, yeah, kick Cam to the curb and embrace. If you just want the guy who just hits the piss out of it, and he's kind of cool. Go just go. Oh, now I would dump Jake. I mean, I would dump Cam in a second to go to Jake. We need some listener submitted questions. We might try to get Jake Knapp on the uh, on the on the old interview this week. So, uh, if you guys have any questions and you're watching on YouTube, first of all, click the like button. There's a bunch of you watching right now. Click the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you have not already, and uh, leave us a comment. Um, you know, if if you're watching live, leave the comment after you watch live because we won't see it. But drop a comment on on some questions Pat should ask Jake Knapp. And maybe who your fade would be if uh, if you had to fade somebody in this thirty to one range. Before we move on, I and we'll talk about picks. I do think we need to talk about Tiger. You know, pe- there may be some people who are going to watch this, listen to this because it's a Tiger week and they're interested. Um, in the outright market, he opened at around one hundred and seventy-five to one. He's still one hundred and seventy-five to one on points bet, I believe. As short as a hundred to one on MGM. The top five market, he's around 25 to 1 pretty much everywhere. Top 10, he is 10 to 1 everywhere. And top 20, he is plus 360 on DraftKings and FanDuel. What are you thinking? What is Tiger? What do we think about Tiger? He's got the new, he's obviously the tournament host. He's unveiling the Sunday Red apparel line today, tonight, as we speak. Um, you know, played, played a couple of events, played the hero, played uh Played that um, father-parent-child situation um, and looked okay, got around. I think he kind of – it appeared, at least on the surface, he hit his irons decent. Um, we know he can putt. We know he knows Riviera. What are your thoughts? He finished T45 here last year. Yeah, I mean, I think that – First off, I, I would think if we're going to say what is successful, I, I think it's certainly making the, the cut in the top 50. Well, I mean, um, it's not going to be hard to make a cut here with the 10, 10 strokes. Behind. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still coming off. I mean, it's – I think he should make the cut. Like, I I expect I kind of expect him to make the cut. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying I think it's still successful to do that. I don't – obviously, I don't think he wins. I don't think he bet him. I don't, you don't even bet Tiger Woods in his prime at Riviera. He has never really played that well here. You know, he's had like one chance to win. I think it was like 1999 or something. So it's, it's not like, you know, I think at 175 to one in a 70 man field, 
I think it's just a it's like it's it's throwing a quarter in the in the in the fountain at the mall. Yeah, it's, I don't... A, it's a donation to the golf gods. It's a thank you, Tiger. Your new apparel line is weird, but thank you. And 175 to one to beat 69 other guys. Sure. Like I, I do kind of I do kind of feel like it's one of those. Like I don't I don't want it to officially be on DB's big balls betting card, but See, to me, I would rather just say, you know, he's like plus 350, plus 360 to finish in the top 20. I would rather do that and say, I want a little money off of Tiger Woods this week. He finished in the top 20. You think that's where his upside stops, his top 20? I think that's about the upside. That's where it stops right there. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see any reason. And I don't feel the need to to sprinkle a little bit on him at 150 to one or whatever he's at now. I don't, I think the odds have shortened a little bit from where he opened at, but, but I do think if you, if you want it, if you feel good about him, then throw it, throw it on the top 20. That can happen. That can happen. I don't see, yeah. the win, I don't see the win happening. I, I, I see the top 20. I, I also, in a way, I kind of see a top 10 potentially. I just kind of, I could kind of. Where is this coming from? I I don't know. I I think it's because. Pony, is this DB? What is going on here? (laughs) I, I, I guess to see him like at least healthy for the couple of tournaments and not having any problem. This is like the first event he's played in a while where I'm not worried about him walking or like turning. Are you like I don't feel like I don't feel like that's I a am not, but I still think when you when you get <laughs> so, and he says it's rigs with the DB mask on. No, no, seriously, do the old what's the um Scooby Doo the Scooby Doo oh, yeah. mask? Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, I, I think you're right. I think he is as healthy as he's been in a, in a while. But it, it, it's you know if he does make the cut, cut look, hey. I'm not trying to compare Tiger Woods to Bud Colley, but what happened with Bud Colley? He was five or six under on the first two days going into mm-hmm. the weekend, easily in the top 30 at that point. And then he just kind of fizzled out on Saturday and Sunday. Now, they had a lot of rain delays and all kinds of stuff, which I think does uh, – it It really wears on this guy. these guys. See Zach Johnson. Yeah. But, I mean <laughs> – you know, I could see Tiger if he makes the cut, then kind of wearing down a little bit on Saturday and Sunday, where he's not going to finish in the top ten. But I could see a top twenty. Top ten, I think, is a little aggressive. All right, all right, that's that's Tiger talk. That's Tiger talk. Um, all right, let's let's move on to the top of the betting board. Before we do, got to thank our friends at SoBet. Boy, there were tons of units made on football season this year. Now a ton of attention being shifted by. There's 60 plus handicappers to NBA, college basketball, baseball is going to be starting here in a couple months. Obviously, we've got the golf corner covered on SoBet with some exclusive bets every single week on SoBet, uh, and a ton of good content coming out of that group too. So, if you want handicappers in every sport that are going to tell you who they like, but not just who they like, but why they like them and how much they're willing to bet on those people on those teams. And then be transparent with their wins and losses. If that's what you're looking for, you're probably not finding it on Twitter. You're probably not finding it on some other free social media app. But you can get it on SoBet, and these are all vetted handicappers. Um, It's fantastic. We love the platform, love the community at SoBet. Check them out. Link is in the description. Code TJ at sign up. Or you can also use code TJ trial to get a free one-month membership. You can cancel at any time. But the SoBet family and the SoBet handicappers over there are fantastic. So check them out. We uh we appreciate our friends of SoBet. All right, let's let's talk top of the board, Pat, real quick, because now there's been some steam. This is one of the benefits of being in the Discord. This is this is things that our community, it's not just us, but also the community is already talking about breaking down, evaluating, bouncing guys off each other. As soon as the tournament ended yesterday, they're talking about odds dropping for Riv, and when the odds drop, everybody's starting to talk, and the community's figuring out where maybe things are going to go. And then I did the first look show this morning with the Discord at 9.30, and there were two names in this range that I was like, we're going to fire on this right now. And that was Justin Thomas. He was 22-1, to and that was Sam Burns, who was 26-1. to And now both those guys have steamed down. JT's at 18-1 to on MGM is the longest number I see, 
and Burns is down to 22 on DK. I'm grateful that myself and the Discord got him at, at those numbers. Um, not that I, you know, hate him still at the numbers they're at, but those two guys are the only two up here that that I'm I'm really interested in. I mean, I I do think Scotty's. I mean, the win has got to be coming for Scotty here pretty soon. Like he's a he's going to put it all together, and I you know maybe we can avoid it again here for another week. But it does feel like it's it feels like it's it feels like it's it's on the way. But JT's playing great. Burns is playing great. He's hitting his irons as well as he's hit him in a long time. The the POA uh, putting is better than you than you think. He's got a couple of good finishes here at Riv. I like both those guys. I think there's question marks with some of the others, and I like the value that both of those present. Those are the only two I like in this spot. Yeah, actually, we got we got some agreement here. I'm with you on JT. Now I wrote down 18 to one because that was the best odds when mm-hmm. at the time I was looking at it. I'm still just going to keep throwing money at JT. I think it's really close. Um, you know, he's just playing really well. So I like it. If you can get it more than that, then definitely jump on it. Um, outside of that, I do like Sam Burns. I, I'm totally with you there. I, I think, um, you know, you just look at the way he's been playing. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, so I think Sam Burns is another one. You know, I, even though it's kind of, it, it just, I don't know. I feel like this is like if this were a DFS play, it'd be really chalky, I guess. But I still like Max Homa, man. I think Max Homa loves it here. We've obviously seen him win here, finished second last year. This is the tournament where he finished second last year, and you know he was he was in tears. And even though he'd already won, like he really feels like driven to just win at this golf tournament. And I think you got to play off of that. And if you can get Homa at twenty to one, if not longer. I still like Homo a lot this week too. I mean, you know, I'm obviously a Homo boy. Like, uh, I'm definitely a Homo boy. As bad as he wants it, it just doesn't feel like he's hitting it very well right now. You know, I mean, I, I it maybe you know you could make the argument that not having to deal with all that BS at at the WM Phoenix Open may help some of these guys, but you know, he had his you know he had his week cut short and came came home for the weekend, but. And, you know, Pebble's not really a place that's going to show off his greatest strengths. Um, but I think you're you're getting in trouble if you just go off those last two weeks. Yeah. I, I think Homa can, is, yeah. you know, I, I think the break was even probably good, missing the cut, and, and I just didn't feel like he was really that interested anyway in the week. I mean, but you just look at how he's played here, top 10s. He, loved, he loves Scottsdale too, though. I mean, that's his home. He loves TPC Scottsdale. He loves that that event. I don't think he wanted to. I don't think he wanted to mail it in or not make the weekend. No, I'm not saying he wanted to mail it in. It just it, it just didn't feel like a, it was going to be a, a good home a week. And then you go back to the farmers. He still had a top 15 there on on another course yeah. that, that he loves. I, I always feel like comparable to this. Yeah, and, and I feel like this is like yeah, exactly more comparable. I think. Um, I think he can have a really good week. Um, so I still do like the. I, I think I would still fire in on him at twenty to one. I guess for me, it just comes down to the options here. Like I'm, I'm usually only going to take two in this range if if I do that. And I just think at the same price or longer, Burns and JT, even though I know they don't have the connection and the win and the runner up last year as as maybe Homa does. It's not like they don't have good finishes here. It's not like they're not capable of that. I, I posted some interesting data in the in the Discord, but a couple of things that it showed is one of the things it showed is like, you know, you've had guys play well here that had experience around Riv, but they didn't necessarily have like a lot of peak finishes. You had plenty of guys play well that did, but I, I don't know that that's necessarily a a, a requirement. Um, but I mean, JT and Burns obviously have those things. There's a lot of guys with some interesting question marks up here. I mean, Hovland withdrawing late last week, Xander withdrawing late last week. Hovland's, you know, I've seen rumors of live for both of them. I've seen Hovland had his wrist taped up at Pebble and people talking about that. I've, you know, there, there's all kind of stuff swirling with those two. Th- those could be interesting, uh, you know, DFS pivots potentially. But I think in this range, it's it's Burns and JT for me. And I, because I, I feel like I have to narrow it down and then I got to move out. So, yeah, I do think Sam Burns, if you want to like look back at his 2021 numbers as far as the stats were how he was playing that year when he 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 you know finished third it's very similar actually to what he's been doing this year so i I think that's that's something to look to 
And I like Sam Burns. Like I'm, I'm with you. I think he would have been my third one if I was gonna if I was gonna bet a third guy. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's let's move on to the next range. Uh, up to the seventy five to one range. A lot of good names here. Some of these names slipping or steaming again. I mean, uh, th this morning another name that steamed a ton. Uh, Adam Scott was forty two to one on Fanduel this morning in the Discord. We grabbed that one. He's I think now the longest number is thirty three to one on MGM. He's down to twenty five on DraftKings. This is this is uh, well documented that this is Adam Scott's favorite golf course. Uh, he loves Riviera. Past champion here arrives in good form, looking like the ball striking Adam Scott that we're used to seeing. Uh, and the putter has obviously been improving, and he's pretty good on POA. So. It, it kind of makes sense. I mean, the only thing that worries me about Adam Scott is like just closing the door and winning after four rounds because he just hasn't done it lately. I mean, the last win was in 2020 here. It's been four years, you know, like since we've seen Adam Scott actually win. But it, it wouldn't, given the form and the record here, 69 other guys that he's got to beat, it wouldn't shock me if he did it. I don't know that at 25 to 1 I want it, but 33, I'm really glad I got 40, 42. I like that. Um, and, and I'm going back on the, on the Sahith train. I, I wasn't really on it with you last week, but he almost took it down. I, I, I do like Sahith here. I, I think we've seen him come close here even after, I mean, he, you know, he won on the West coast in the fall. He's had two close calls already with a runner up at the century and then a fifth at the waste management that he, he just kind of stalled out a little bit late on Sunday, uh, but gained a ton of strokes, ball striking the putter as good as ever. I think Sahith is still very much in play. And with guys, less guys hitting the fairway here, and Sahith definitely struggles with that. Um, might even the playing field for him a little bit. So I like Sahith at 35 on FanDuel. Is Sahith concerning you at all with kind of what happens with him? It's it's become more consistent when he has got a chance to win. He's very um I mean, look, he's volatile. He is very volatile. I, I think I probably, I think I like Sahith better coming, like, coming back from a few shots. I don't like him as a front runner. I don't either. I think he he does not excel in that situation. Now, I got him live, uh, you know, over the week. I think it was Friday at plus eight fifty. Now he was he was near the lead at that point, so that's why his odds had shortened so much. But I do I do like Sahith. Um, you know, I've, I've had him when he's won, but it just feels like anytime I have him and he's close to the lead or he's in the lead, he is not very good as a front runner. Um, but but I, I don't mean, mind. It's still like in the grand scheme of things, though, it's still a really small sample size. It's yeah, you're right. It is. You know, and and he's a young guy. Last event on the West Coast swing, he's got to be licking his chops here. I, I just. Tigers event for for the kid. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think he's. I just want to ride the hot the hot Sahith and Cali. Yeah. Well, I do like Adam Scott. I was kind of surprised that you were uh, you were on Adam, and That's certainly how good he's hitting it right now. I know he is. It's been great. Um, I would also say that I am going to contradict myself as far as being a front runner and say that Cam Young is is one that I would bet, and he's at thirty five to one, and I'm just going to throw money again at him. And see what happens. Um, here's a here's one though, because we've talked about Cam Young already. Did the top fifteen at the American Express just give you a, a little bit of feeling towards Willie Z? Did you did you get a did you get a little tingling at all for Willie Z with that? I mean, because that's you mean that's at farmers. Or at Farmers, yeah. sorry. That's a big step. And you're getting on a, a kind of a similar course, a course where he has been, you know, he's been good on before. Um, yeah, he's been good on, but look at how well he's hit his irons when he's played well here. I mean, we've not seen yeah. that yet. We, we've not seen him do that yet. And, and he gained strokes putting. <laughs> he gained strokes. I mean, the dude gained freaking. He's gained, he, he's gained a lot of strokes yeah. putting here. And that does not also. I mean, he gains a lot on approach. A lot on approach. I, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, it it did make me feel better about Willie, like that the good form may come sooner than later. But I don't. I don't want it right now. I think I'm going to sprinkle on it. 
I think I'm going to do it. I have one more guy in this range. That's all I have, and then I have a crap ton in the next range. So, uh, I, I took him this morning. He's not really steamed very much, but that's fine. Like Wyndham Clark played, re- still played really well at the Waste Management, despite a weird weekend at Pebble and a win. Um, I think he had a bad round Sunday. I think that was what he did. One bad round. Still gained a ton of strokes with approach. Um, didn't do great with the putter, but has putted well here. Historically is historically a really good putter. Hits it plenty far, which I just think, Riff, you need to hit it far at Riff. I just think yeah, you do. I agree. Um, and the irons have been extremely solid in 2024. Like Riff to me feels a little like I'm not talking correlated courses here before some of you golf nerds be like, that's not what me, that's not what correlated course. No, I don't I'm not talking about it feels a little like Quail Hollow to me. Like it's one of those tougher events. It it, it rewards the long hitters. It tests you through the bag. Obviously, it's not Poa and all that shit, but it, it just it's it has similarities to me. Um, Max has played well there. James Hahn strong, has played strong well. field. Well, but yep, strong field. I, I think I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. A guy that won two weeks ago on a course he probably sh- I mean, did not does not set up as good for him as this one does. Who he's also played well at. I mean, he's also played well at this course at forty five to one in a seventy man field. I I mean, this kid has shown he's got chops. Like this is now he's won three times now in the last year, right? I I'm so yeah, tired. Of- I'm so tired of Wyndham Clark. Don't be. Why? Why would you be tired? I don't know. He because I feel like I never get it right, and then when he when he hits, it's like, yeah, I I, I like. I, I don't know. It, it just, I I I get it. I mean, I think if you want to bet him, it's it's certainly a good bet. I, I think it's it's fine. I just I don't know. I'm tired of Wyndham Clark. Wyndham Clark feels like the dealer that I hate when I'm playing blackjack. Which you had a little bit of that at uh, yeah. Scottsdale. The damn dude, like, I got a 20 sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to win some money. And then there goes the ace up. And then he's, you know, gets that little, you know, they got that little camera thing. They move the cards in. And all of a sudden, he's got a freaking blackjack. Turns them over. Done. Yeah. I like him. There's one other, there's one other name in here that I like this morning. But the more I dove into first-time winners here, Nikolai Hoygaard at 66. Like, I think Nikolai, I think he has all the skill set needed here. And he obviously proved, you know, I mean, Tori, he could have won um, having never seen Tori. So, I mean, I I do think the upside for Hoygaard is very real. I just, I think there's too many other guys I want to bet. And he had to be a lot, he had to be kind of one of the last ones out. But, yeah. All right. Before we move on to the next range, I want to thank our friends at Swannies who had us decked out at the Waste Management. Oh. Uh, very appreciative of our friends at Swannies. Uh, they had some great stuff, too, in that pro shop. All new gear dropping, spring, summer collection dropping, stuff for your wife, stuff for your kids, stuff for yourself. Everybody can get some gear at Swannies. They've got it all there. It's beautiful. And promo code TJ25 at checkout gets you 25% off your entire order. And you can use it over and over and over again. That's amazing. Most most of our partners, especially like goods partners, like clubs and, you know, apparel stuff, don't do that. It's like a first time, you know, your first order, you get it off. No. Swannies, American-owned, family-owned company. Uh, employing some good people. We got to hang out with them a little bit in Scottsdale. They were there employing a lot of good people around the U.S., shipping anywhere between or anywhere in U.S. and Canada uh, and fantastic materials. And a lot of it is sourced with, um, I don't know, conservation or whatever it is in mind, you know, like shirts made out of bottles, whatever that word is. If you If you can make a shirt out of plastic bottles, whatever that word is, they do that pretty, pretty well, better than a lot of people I know. Huh? Recycling? No, I don't know. I mean, is that just recycling? I mean, it's kind of the same, but it's, you know. Hey, what's the word I was looking for? <laughs> Where does that come from? Listen, Swannies, by the way, 
Well, you're at their uh, at their merch section in the fan shop because we seem to be in the fan shop a lot, way more than any other event. But just they had some fire stuff, and um, I, I am I love their stuff. You know, I got two hoodies now. They gave me a hoodie that was just awesome. Got it. Got got some shirts. I mean, it, it's it's good stuff. So get yeah. in there, buy it. I bought my thirteen uh, year old little golf addict a, a polo, uh, a Swanee's polo. While I was at Waste Management, he loved it. Um, all right, let's move on to the next range. You said you got a ton of names. I'll let you. I'll let you unload the clip, and I'll see. I'll fill in. We might have a lot of the same guys, and we can make this quick. All right, so I'll give you uh, my favorites in here first. Um, and these odds could be different. You you might see them a little bit longer, but I do like Harris English at a hundred to one. Um, you know, Harris seems to be you know playing playing uh, playing pretty well lately. Um, let me uh let me pull him up real quick. Um, did I not favorite him? Way to go, Pat. Way to go. Didn't even favorite him on the BTN site. Anyway, I do like Harris English, hundred to one. Um, I like your boy Bo Hosser, DV. Oh my goodness, you're warming up to Bo. I'm warming up to Bo. Uh, I kind of stood in his presence a little bit on the. Uh, I don't know if you noticed that. This is like we had. We had Grayson Sig. We were doing an interview with off of the uh, off the the chipping range. Then we had Nick Saban right in front of us, mm -hmm. and then we had Bo Hosser come up, and I think he tapped the caddy on the ass, maybe that we were talking to, and uh, said a few things. I thought you were going to go talk to your boy Bo, but you didn't. I was going to leave that to you. Slow playing it, um, no big deal. But uh, Bo. And I've heard some things about Bo, just how confident he is right now and how he's playing. I think I can't remember who we were talking to, but it was just just lighting up about Bo Hostler. So eighty to one Bo Hostler, I do like a lot this week. Another guy. Now maybe this is more of a top twenty bet because I just you just never know though when this guy's going to win. But Tom Hoagie is at one hundred and twenty five to one. I, I like Hoagie. His a lot. irons are clicking. Yeah, they really are. So he he's another one that I think. Um, you really should look at this week. And then even longer, well, right there at 125 to 1, Taylor Moore is another one in this field that um, I think there could be a chance. I mean, guys, you know, uh, he's he's uh, he's interest, interesting me a little bit here. So yeah, I don't like that. Well, you didn't name you didn't name my two favorites. My good. favorite. Guy, that's good. good. I mean, we don't. My favorite have guy in this range. Favorites. Yeah, I know. My my favorite guy in this range was 95 to 1 this morning. We got him at 95 believe he's down he's down to 80 right now and it was a guy that i liked for the waste management that i kind of said i think he's coming and he had a good finish he actually had a long shot chance on sunday kirk kitayama t8 at the waste management long hitter um iron yeah, i thought he was shorter than that i thought i saw him at like 65 or so he might have really he might actually actually you know what he has shortened since then he's now at 65 dang he was 95 this morning. So there's people who believe who are, who are in agreement with me at Kirk Kirk Kitayama. You know, not a lot of um, not a lot of good experience here. One miscut, uh, but I, I do like to see the irons back and trending with Kurt. I think that's important. And and the mid to long irons is where he's going to excel the most. Not quite as many of those at the at the waste management, which he finished about neutral on the field with with the iron play, but still gained a ton off the tee putted really well the the around the green play has been sharp and if you believe in like circadian rhythms you know i mean bay hills coming up that's what he won so you know it could it could happen i like kirk k kit kirk kitty i what did you say circadian rhythm circadian rhythm yeah it's like your your internal like rhythms and bio I, I think right like give me a give me a somebody give me help here tony like your Scott. like your your aura on your body and stuff it's is like that like if you got one of them like pet rock crystals thing that you put in your i don't and i think it's all bs but if you do like you you're doing it to get your rhythms right or whatever oh sleep rhythms easy said is sleep rhythm oh so if i wanted like so it, does it have anything to do with he has no idea what circadian rhythm. <laughs> whatever you get it does right? it have anything to do with a like a cicadia like that bug you know because they make that noise a cicada cicada john cicada they make that noise shout out charlie like, that noise like helps you sleep 
I don't know. No, and actually, none of this is what I'm talking about. None of this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just talking about his, you know, his man cycle, right? His man cycle peaked this around this time of year last year for Bay Hill. I'm just saying it could happen again right around this time. Maybe it's the lunar cycle. I don't even know, but you get it. It's the tour junkies. You don't come to us for like, you know, <laughs> like doctorial breakdowns of stuff. Cicadias. Cicadas. Um, I think I went to school. I think it's, a, it's a cicada. I think I, I think I went to school with her. Um, <laughs> dude. Okay, Nick Taylor at ninety to one. Shout out our boy Kenny McAndrews who came on the podcast last week. Uh, yeah. Who I meant to say, by the way, is going to be doing our live Discord chat this Wednesday night. I told you, I've got it all booked out. We're gonna have special guests doing Discord chats with me and Pat on the Wednesday night for the family chats. Last week we had, uh, it was just me and you, but we had Byron the Model Maniac at the signature event before that at Pebble. Signature event this week, we got Kenny McCandress hot off the big win of Nick Taylor at 170 to 1. Um, but Nick Taylor at 90 still on FanDuel. You know, if you were only watching on Sunday or Saturday, you might have noticed, like, God, this guy is just chipping his balls off. He's making putts for everywhere. And he did. He gained like 11 and a half strokes chipping and putting, like eight and a half, I think putting he made everything but he also gained over five strokes on approach despite mm -hmm. losing strokes off the tee because he's hitting it everywhere so the irons are cooking he's now proven he's what a three-time winner four-time winner like nick taylor he kind of he's kind I mean, of I, I tweeted this he closes the door when he has he a does. win he's you know I mean, he's, he's not as popular as a guy like Max Homa, who we know closes the door when he has a chance to win. But, damn, Nick Taylor's – he's won some golf tournaments. He deserves a lot of credit. And 90-1 to in a 69 – to beat 69 other guys is kind of interesting. Like, you know, did, did last week probably take a lot out of him and he playing through all that weather BS and, you know, uh, all the – the playoffs and all that stuff, sure, but I just I don't know, man. Like it, that's just a juicy number to just to, to give me. So I, I think Nick Taylor's enticing. All right, we'll talk about the rest of the guys in the Discord and as the week progresses. I don't have anybody over one twenty five. I had Tiger. We already talked about him. By the way, his new stuff is now leaked out on the internet based on this press conference. I don't understand it. We'll talk about it on Thursday show. Why? Why are we breaking up the word Sunday? Why is it three words? Sun, space, day, space, red. I, I don't know. I'm gonna need somebody to explain that. I one. need to. I need to dive into that a little bit. But I am. I have one person okay. in here. Taylor Montgomery, 175 to one. Oof. He is. He's a hundred to one on BetMGM, but he is a hundred and seventy-five to one uh, on points bet. I I I like some some T Mott this week as he, a potential long shot. He does miss off the tee large, which I think is actually you can do that here. I think you can do that here. But the Irons have been decent. Short game's really good. The Irons last week were kind of get it. great on approach. Mm -hmm. other, if he could just somehow straighten out the driver a little bit, he's right there. I mean, he's last week. He's basically me. He's basically me. Yeah, I mean, last week he was, you know, negative five off the tee, but he gained on approach, gained around the greens. He's gained in putting in his last three events this year. Um, and and gained a lot, so I, I think. But but he always, I mean, he is a fantastic putter. So probably one of the best putters in the field. Um, I, I like that for T Mod at one hundred seventy five. But when when we're getting these long shots that keep winning every single week, why not look at a guy like T Mod who is uh, he's been playing pretty well this year? Okay, I'm. This is my week to say it. I think I think water finds its level this week. You said it at Pebble. Didn't work. Didn't work. And I told you, why does it have to work at Pebble? But neither one of us said it last week. This week I'm saying it. I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be someone that 50 to one or shorter. All right. Top 20s. Couple locks, couple bombs. I'll start with the locks. I've already talked about Wyndham Clark a good bit. He's plus 140. I like it. I think, I think his play suits him well. And then I'm going to go Nikolai Hoygaard, plus 180. I talked about the first-timer winning situation could be tough, but we have seen first-timers top 20, top five. I mean, 
Hovland did it. Cam Young did it. Both of those guys, top five, their first time here. Hoygaard's a bomber, ball striker that's shown some chops. I think I, I, I like the plus 180 to just beat, you know, what, 50 other dudes. So I'll, I'll take those two for my locks. All right. Well, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Sahith at plus one twenty five as a lock. I, I think top twenty for him is certainly doable. Um, so I'm I'm big like on that it. one. Um, and I also go Adam Scott at plus one hundred five. I, I think you know like Adam it. has said that, uh, like you said earlier, he loves this golf tournament. He's he's finished well, won here before. I like Adam Scott. All right. Who's your uh, Who's your bomb? Two to one or longer since we got a short field. Two guys, I mentioned them earlier. Harris English is at plus 230 yeah. as a top 20. And then the guy that everybody seems to want to write off. But I don't think we're we're at a point where we need to write this guy off. Hideki is plus 200, right on that number. Mm. I like Hideki Masayama at plus 200. I like the Deki one better. You gave me two. I'm just going to I'm just gonna give you one. Oh, wait. I, I guess I am supposed to only give one. Who's your favorite? So of my favorite of the two would be um, Hideki. Me too. Uh, I'm going to go Kitayama, two to one. Just talked about him. I love Kitty here. All right. All right, there you go. That is the Genesis Invitational Betting Show. We will be in the Discord. The emails are going out this week. Check all that out. Uh, check out thanks to BTN, thanks to SoBet and Swannies. Watch the DFS show as well. And uh, let's uh, let's have a great week. Bend over your bookies. See you. Out. Oh!